Welcome to episode 5 of the Sussex Friendly Cricket Podcast. There's two main themes this week. Um, Firstly, I spoke to my ex-captain and good friend Jamie Funnell, who is uh, captain of Brunswick Village in um, Brighton, uh, Chaley, uh, Hassocks. Don't know quite whether, you know, it's a bit of a mix-up in terms of uh, location sometimes these days. In 330 games, Jamie's got 82 not outs. That's 8,000 460 runs including 54 50s and 10 centuries I've seen Jamie at work and it's damn impressive let's see what he's got to say cheers Pete um, appreciate that buddy um, yeah so guys I've I've played quite a few games with Pete um, through the league through friendlies and uh, yeah he's a top guy um, Batting room is a bit different, being a left-hander, and uh, likes to give it a good old whack. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate your, your kind words, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been tough, but fun at the same time. Um, obviously, it's been a tough couple of years um, playing together. Um, and it's obviously sad to see that you've left the club, but at the same time, it's good to see you still playing and uh, scoring some runs with Brutus, mate. So, good stuff. How would you sum up your approach to shot selection? I'd probably say it really depends on the scenario. So, as you know, buddy, I, uh, I come in usually at three. Um, if we've lost a quick wicket, that may, that may change my mind in regards to how I start the innings. Um, If we start pretty quick, uh, I might see how the other person's batting. I might get them on strike quicker. Um, If we're chasing as well, uh, you've got to take that into account. So if we're chasing a big total, we'll have to start quicker. So all all these things um, you have to keep in mind um, in regards to my shot selections. As you know, I'd try and uh, avoid playing quite attackive shots. Um, but it really depends on the scenario that you're going to be at at the same time. Um, like if we lose a quick wicket within the first couple of overs, that might change my mindset in regards to the approach I take on the shots. Um, I try not to back out on too many shots, but... It, it, all these little things come into play as well so you don't want to obviously lose another quick wicket um, then they're going to be on top um, but yeah I think it, it's it's really dependent on the situation um, and also what you feel comfortable with and also I suppose it really depends on what sort of form you're in as well because if you back yourself then then the any shot selection would be would be on the cards. Um, if you're not in form or not getting the runs, then I suppose you'd probably start a little bit slower and uh, and take it take it from there, really, buddy. What's the relationship between concentration and shot selection? Um, I don't think there really is a relationship in, in, with those two. Um, concentration. 
and so, shot uh, selection. I, I think I just have that mentality of just going in there, seeing what the scenario is, and uh, I only play really one way. So, you know me, I just kind of stay in there. If I stay in for the innings, then we know we've done well. Um, it's more about batting the overs out rather than and getting yourself out, if, you, if that makes sense. Um, so I wouldn't really say there's a relationship between them both. Um, it, it's just sussing the scenario out and, and kind of going from there, really. How do you prepare before you go out to bat? And how do you find this process helps you? So the way I prepare before going out to bat, um, it's a bit of an unusual one, but I like to put my music in. Um, zone out from everyone else and uh, maybe go for a little stroll. Again, because batting on number three, it really depends on how quick I'm going to be in. So I'll try and pad up early, get my headphones on early, listen to a couple of songs at least, um, and then go from there really. Uh, so yeah, that's how I'll prepare. Um, think about how the pitch has played if, it, if we're batting second or think about how it will play when, when you're out there and having a look at it before the game. Any tips for keeping the ball down? Personally, I find keeping my hands further back as I address the ball makes my swing shallower, but it didn't work this week because I missed it. Um, I wouldn't really say the tips, but I think the only thing I can think of would be to get your head over the ball a little bit more. Um, that's all I do really, just get your head over the ball, um, soft hands, and just flow with the shot rather than being too quick on it. Um, I think that's pretty much the only tips I can really say, buddy, to be honest, because it's nothing nothing that people don't know already. Um, but the only thing I would add is probably just softer hands um, and just taking your time a little bit more and just going with the flow rather than going for a full, full heave-ho, basically. I should have listened to you yesterday because uh, my two-ball duck con uh, consisted of uh, a bit of a rubbish first ball from the bowler. Then uh, me having a big heave-ho, my head went up, and so did the stumps. So, <laughs> it's not great, is it? That's brilliant, Jamie. Um, I wish you all the best for when you do start playing cricket again. Is there anything else you'd like to add? The only other thing I'd like to add is, um, it is over the last five, six years, it's been tough. Um, I had a knee operation, a two knee operation, sorry, in one year um, after a, an injury playing cricket um, where I was bowling and batting. But at this particular time, it's where I was bowling and I done my ligaments, cartilage and yeah, it wasn't great, but since the two operations, I've come back stronger. So no matter what situation, um, no, no matter what condition you're in, is to never give up. Um, that There's always hope there. I mean, I can't bowl as much as I used to um, because of the confidence, but I've come back stronger with the bat and the last four years, Okay, I'm writing this year off, but the last four years before this was 
was a success and I've scored 4,000 in a row. So th there's always hope, guys. And no matter how you feel or what the situation, there's, there's always a chance that you can come back stronger than what you used to be. So the only thing I would add is probably just to never back down and, and keep fighting. And uh, especially for you, Pete, um, there's, there's always, I've always said to you, if you keep your head down, you've got to score runs. Um, so always take advice from people that you're batting with, um, good or bad. Never take it too personally as well. Um, so that's, that's my sort of thing to you. But to everyone else is, is, to, is to never back down and, uh, and, and keep going. Jamie, thanks so much for your time. Hope to see you on the pitch and for a beer soon. Okay, mate? Uh, it's been a pleasure, mate. Um, it, I said to you that I'll do it, and uh, yeah, I'm a man of my word. Um, hopefully, every, all the content is all right for you guys. And uh, yeah, who knows? Um, you and me may have a, have a game soon at some point, or if not, maybe next season. Um, but it'd be good to get back out on the pitch and uh, yeah, play some cricket with you, mate. So uh, yeah, take care, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, guys. So, I've just walked up to the Hilltop Cafe uh, next to the A27 to uh, get a lift. Don't worry, my teammate tested positive for the virus months ago. And uh, in the absence of uh, any, any other option, that's, that's good enough for me. So, um, this is a, a brief audio diary of my first ever captaining experience uh, yeah it's taken me 10 years it's uh, Zambuca Tigers versus Lingfield at Godston so it's another new ground for me always good to chalk up another one uh, let's uh, just going to wait for Bob and uh, we'll uh, see how things go from there so um, I did intend to do a bit more in terms of an audio diary but such is the curse of captaincy I've done 20 uh, overs of umpiring uh, Nick and Giles are discussing uh, naval history I, I believe or something like that over there yeah 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 are you happy all happy at the moment uh, about the state of our navy oh well you know we can do the you know, aircraft carrier or two we, we well, may a disaster but we made a bit of a slow start, but we're on uh, 100, uh, 105 for three off 20, well, 30. So, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll do okay. So, um, yeah. just little things in terms of Captain C that I forgot, like I could have badly done with a, a, a pen and paper. Thankfully, one of our guys had that, so I've got the batting order down pat and handing over a team sheet to the scorer, remembering everybody's surnames, all these little things, especially when you haven't played with uh, some of your teammates like a billion times. Anyway, we're at um, the, the, what I would consider to be the main ground at, at Godston, uh, at, at Linkfield, Godston Road, and it's absolutely gorgeous. There's broadleaf trees surrounding the ground. It's nice and big. There haven't been hardly any aeroplanes go past, which is always a blessing in this part of the world. And 
I think everybody's happy. I haven't had an arm erection on my hands. Uh, everyone's uh, had a fair go. I've put myself 11 in the batting, which pretty much never happens. And um, yeah, no disasters. A perv's just been out for 60 odd. Another classic innings. So you can hear the appreciation there. He got a ton at the weekend, uh, retired. And then uh, Ian's next in to bat and uh, asked me uh, what I should do. And I just said, go for it. And he said, I'm not really that kind of guy, but yeah, he's just got to, there's eight overs left. We can't bat for the draw. So uh, basically, some, you know, just got to put a, <laughs> excuse the language there, but we've just got to go for it now. Uh, so uh, just got, I'm just pitch side with Giles and he's been, he's been scoring. We've got about seven overs to go. Thankfully, we've got a proper scorer, but uh, what's just happened? Uh, my score is perfect, Pete. I don't know what you're on about. Have you just abandoned scoring for the day? Because it was too hard. I just feel that I was duplicating her results, so I thought yeah, I'd leave yeah. it to her. Uh, but my scoring was absolutely top-notch. Perfect. Was it, was it Metronomical. Like a, precise. Was it, was it like a conundrum trapped inside a chimera, trapped inside a whatever? It was, you know. So I blame Danny, he started it. Fair enough. Yeah, all right, we blame Danny. <laughs> so just to be clear, Zambuca Tigers got 202 for six off their allotted 42 overs, and Lingfield got 195 for eight uh, on their 38. So it was a 42-38 game. So I'd call that a winning draw, personally, for the Tigers. But then again, I would as a, a debut captain. So I'd really recommend captaincy to anyone who feels like they'd like to give it a go i had um a fielding sort of general looking off generally looking off the field positions but yeah i absolutely loved it what it was it captaincy is like a huge jigsaw puzzle completed by 22 people you want your 11 people to slot in more pieces than the others you also want everyone to enjoy it and the pieces constantly, the shape and size of the pieces constantly change with every ball and every over. It's mentally taxing and it's bloody marvellous. Well, that's about it for this week. I'm still reading It Never Rains uh, by Peter Roebuck, which Simon Wood very kindly uh, gave me a copy of last week. So that's very informative. Um, and... I'd also like to mention uh, well done to the number 11 at Three Bridges who hit a superb ramp shot when faced with a hat-trick ball last week. I caught that on Twitter. It was an absolute gem. So I'd like to play out with the first time with the full version of the unofficial theme tune to the podcast, which is called Out in the Middle by the wonderful Duckworth Lewis Method. Let's rock. Goodbye.
Time. 